This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 454 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. And today we have Kevin Kelly, his company, Sure Step Non-Slip. Kevin, how you doing? I'm doing great, Charlie. How you doing? Doing great, Kevin. And thrilled to have you. And for our listeners, so last week, uh, Barb and I, we went to a networking event uh, for the local chamber. Give, give the Fort Myers Beach Chamber a shout out here. And uh, we got to talking with Kevin, and Kevin just started to get into his story, and Barb and I looked at each other and went, oh my goodness, we, we've got to get you on the show. This, this is a story we need to get out there, and obviously a service. So, Kevin, with that intro, I'm going to let you take it from there. Let's start with Sure Step Non-Slip. Tell us about the company. Sure. Well, thank you that for that introduction, Charlie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. So... What this is, it's a chemical treatment, the SureStep non-slip product. It's a chemical treatment that is for hard mineral surfaces and uh, by hard mineral that basically tile, marble, um, travertine, concrete pavers, any hard mineral surface that has not been sealed. Um, this is a chemical treatment that prevent slip and fall accidents to be, you know, very, uh, in, in terms of an overview. What it does, I mean, I'll kind of give you a, a brief synopsis, if you will, of the product in layman's terms and, and in scientific terms. So in layman's terms, I apply this chemical treatment, depending on which type of surface I'm working with. I let that sit for five to 10 minutes, wash it off, and it increases the friction on the floor when wet by up to 400% in some cases. Um, from a scientific perspective, that friction is called the dynamic coefficient of friction. Um, and there is a building code per OSHA, the American Disabilities Act and the American National Standard Institute. You know, there is a measurement of 0.42 or above to be considered a safe walkway surface. Many, many business owners as well as residents, I mean, aren't aware of that, but mm. it does exist. Um, and what it does, the chemical, there are hard minerals and soft minerals in the surface, and there mm. are also pores like we have in our skin. And so what happens is the chemical gets into the pore of the surface and just sits. And when water hits the surface, it activates the chemical and it softens the soft minerals even more than they are in leaving the hard minerals more exposed, creating that invisible tread. And uh, this, by the way, it's both residential and commercial. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Love that part. We'll, we'll get into that in a moment. So very cool. I didn't even know such a thing existed until we started talking with you. But I also want to get into your journey into this business. It's, it's quite a story. Do you mind sharing that? No, not at all. Um, yeah, I think as I described it to you, um, I was on my way to work in Boston just like every other day, and it was a dry day. Um, I was going to the subway entrance, hit the first step. It was wet, and it became an Olympic event. Um, <laughs> I started off literally with a high dive, completely airborne, and transitioned 
into a floor routine and <laughs> stuck that landing completely with my shoulder. Um, mm. Yeah, so for any of your medical listeners, they'll understand I suffered a glenoid fracture. And for people like myself <laughs> um, who have no medical background, basically I broke my shoulder socket right in half. Um, and that's not easy to do. Um, mm -hmm. And this, I mean, some of these, I think a lot of people really don't necessarily appreciate some of these slip and fall actions like myself. I mean, they're life changing. Um, yeah. they are life changing. And, you know, I went through three surgeries over the course of 20 years. Um, yeah, I mean, I, obviously the first one to repair the shoulder, which they screwed the socket basically back together again. Um, the second surgery, I had <clears throat> some labrum tears, but also my mm. screw was loose. So <laughs> yeah, people get a lot of mileage out of that, right? But my screw was loose, which was causing like chronic pain for seven years. I, I it was, oh, oh, it was awful. Um, anyway, I had that second surgery. And then ultimately, probably five or six years ago, I required a total shoulder replacement. Um, so these injuries aren't necessarily resolved one and done. You know, they can be right. life altering. And uh, I came across this opportunity um, for a company, you know, the heading was slip and fall prevention. And because of my experience, <laughs> it piqued my interest. Mm. And, you know, I started to basically vet the company while they vetted me. But, um, you know, the company is the real deal. They've been around since 1991. A chemical engineer out of Canada founded the company. Um, you know, they've got the... A plus rating with the Better Business Bureau since 2004. Major clients. The new mm. um, stadium in Las Vegas has been treated with our product. Wow. Wow. Yeah. The new Meadowlands, many, many hotels, restaurants, as you might mm. imagine. So yeah. that's how I ended up doing wow. what I'm doing. And, you know, you, you could, not that you were lucky that you just totally destroyed your shoulder, but of course, lucky in the way that you didn't land on your head. Right. Absolutely. And, and, yeah. You know, like you share with us some statistics about slip and falls and, and head trauma. You mind sharing that? Because that was eye opening. Yeah. Right. I mean, it is eye opening. Uh, you know, the just to, from a frame of reference, the traumatic brain injuries, if you categorize the contributors to that, slip and fall is number one contributor to traumatic brain injury at 35%. And the next closest category is car accidents at 17%. So wow. it is more than double um, the next closest category. $50 billion in one year associated with slip and fall medical costs. I mean, that's staggering, you know. 17% um, in one year of accidental deaths were slip and fall. So it's a, it's a big, big yeah. problem. Yeah. Wow. And I'm the solution. Charlie. Yeah. Yeah. Man. <laughs> so speaking of the solution, you mentioned the commercial applications, but there's also residential applications. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. Well, I mean, really the only um, difference between residential and commercial is the warranty. So for residential, for flooring, it's a three-year warranty. 
And for um, tubs, because I also treat, um, mm -hmm. I didn't mention that, I also treat porcelain and enamel tubs. Mm -hmm. And that's a <clears throat> five-year warranty for residential. And for commercial, the flooring is one-year warranty. And I will be honest with you, that, that one year was basically generated based on hospital behavior. Because um, we have many, many hospitals as accounts. And their behavior, what I mean by behavior is what they do with their floors. They, yeah, sure. they have those big floor polishers, you know, mm. and they're doing that every night. And they're not removing my product, but they are wearing down that hard mineral that I described in the beginning. So it has to be retreated every year. But I tell all my customers, I have a device called a tribometer that measures that dynamic coefficient of friction that I told you about. Mm -hmm. So for my commercial clients, you know, they all say, well, Kev, I want, to, I want you back here in a year to retreat. And I'm like, well, I, you know, not that I appreciate the business, but I think the right thing to do when, you know, after a year is I come back out and I measure that that dynamic coefficient of friction. Mm -hmm. If mm -hmm. you're good, I'll come back in six months. We'll measure. And then, you know, it could be two years, to be honest, um, mm -hmm. that it lasts. It all depends on the amount of traffic that you have right. in the facility. But I, um, I believe the right thing to do is get on the cadence based on scientific data, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and that data, by the way, that can be made admissible in court, the results from that tribometer which is something that's of keen interest to a lot of commercial clients. Yeah. I'll bet. You can prove that you have a safe walkway surface. Uh, all right. Well, good stuff. So how about when it comes to myths, myths, misconceptions uh, regarding your product or the industry of slip and fall, what comes to mind? Well, um, you know, a couple of them. And one of them you actually alluded to, I think, you know, in the introduction. And because you're not alone. People don't know there is a solution. You know, I mean, the previous company I was at, we built a $450 million facility in Lake Nona, Florida. I mean, beautiful, beautiful marble floors. But the traditional products that are out there that would, you know, you know, working toward preventing a slip and fall accident are grainy type of coating, mm. you know, or an epoxy. And those are all of these are coatings, but they really detract from the appearance of the floor. Yeah. People don't realize that my solution exists. Where I mean, I just treated a very, very highly polished black porcelain tile floor that you could look down at that floor like looking in the mirror. And mm -hmm. until I had the conversation with the general manager of that hotel, he had no idea a product existed. He knew it was slippery when wet, but didn't know there was anything he could do about it. Wow. And that, yeah, and that applies for residential too. I mean, there's so much tile and marble in homes. I just did a marble floor recently in Benita Springs. Could wow. not, you cannot tell after I make this application. You have no idea that I did it. It doesn't alter the appearance or the integrity of the surface at all. And I guess pool decks, I mean, with all the water sloshing on the pool. Great. Yeah. It, yeah. It, again, it, it um, you know, as I mentioned, it, it, like travertine is a very popular one. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. spoke with a woman the other day and she said she was having her pool redone and she's going to have travertine. I explained, don't seal it. If you seal that surface, then my product is not going to get into the pore and it won't work. Mm. And then you're handcuffed 
to one of those yeah. epoxy coatings or grainy surface, which you don't want to do. The whole yeah. idea of sealing it was to, you know, keep the color vibrant, you know. Right. But um, me personally, I would err on safety versus color. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's one of those, I'm sure, in your world, you know, having, having gone through it, it becomes like a no brainer. It's like, well, obvious, but you know, for folks who haven't, you know, it's, 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 it's getting them there, but not to the point where they actually have to go through the pain and, and, you know, trauma that you went through, you know, it's, it's making them aware it exists and help them understand the value of it. Right. Yeah. And, and I like to try to do both. I, I like yeah. to explain, you know, the magnitude, yes, certainly from the statistical perspective of this issue. But, you know, I feel as though what's contributed a lot toward my success is the passion that I have about this because of my personal, you know, mm -hmm. trauma. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people, you know, not a lot of people, but you have some people whose reaction is, well, it's an insurance. That's what my insurance is for. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, but do you really want people to suffer? You know mm -hmm. what I mean? For 20 years, having three surgeries and the rehabilitation of each surgery. I mean, it is pain. Um, nobody uh, wants that, but a lot of people yeah. just aren't thinking. That's not on top of mind, you know? Yeah. They, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I can see that. All right, well, fascinating stuff. Let's, let's hit the switch to Kevin After Hours. What are you doing for fun? <laughs> well, I mean, I do the beach. I'm at the beach a lot, um, paddle boarding, that type of things. I, I, I love the gym. I mean, I can't say that I've been back uh, as much as I should be. You know, I tapered off, obviously, with the pandemic, like so many people did, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and I also sold my – when I moved over to Fort Myers, I was living across um, on the other side in Titusville on the East Coast, and mm -hmm. I had a couple of motorcycles while I was over there. And, and so oh, I enjoy that. I, yeah. yeah. I have to get another one now that I'm here. I sold them before I left. But yeah, good stuff. So do you, you uh, work at a local fitness club or gym? or oh, like uh, a Planet Fitness, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. How about when it comes to, uh, and geez, you know, we certainly covered one of the hardships. But, you know, hardships, life challenges, uh Kevin, looking back in life, a, a time that was rough and um, or another time that was rough. And, uh, you know, you can now look back and say, hey, it was um, a good thing. It actually happened. I'm better for it. I'm stronger. Right. Sure. Well, I mean, this is probably going to be hard to believe, Charlie. But a few years ago, I had a Boston accent. And <laughs> I would have never guessed. Right. In three years, it was quite a hardship. But <laughs> well, I, I think the bigger hardship would be like being a Patriots fan, or something <laughs> like that. But, you know, that's the guy from Philly. So what, what can you expect? That's right. <laughs> um, no, seriously, I, I think, um, you know, I was one of those folks that, you know, there's been a lot of stories, a lot of news stories regarding, you know, people like myself in their 50s. I had been I, I complete career shift. I mean, I was a director of technology for over 20 years for a huge organization. Um, mm. Yeah, and, you know, got laid off in my 50s. And it's not easy, you know. Um, mm -hmm. you, you send resumes out, which I was doing eight, 10 resumes a day, but 
you don't have to be a math major to <laughs> look at that resume and say, this guy has been a director for 22 years at such and such. You know, that's not his first job. Um, so, you know, the whole yeah. age discrimination kind of thing. I mean, you, nobody could convince me that's not real. Mm. It's very hard to prove, but I mean, it's not, it, it is out there. But at any rate, it was very difficult. So from July until November, I was doing literally eight to 10 resumes a day and, and wow. wasn't able to get anything. Um, mm. And, you know, I thought to myself, throughout my career, I had seen this type of situation occur to people that I reported to. So, you know, when they were at the age that I'm at now, again, mm -hmm. high level, long tenure, and all of a sudden were, were laid off, they made complete shift in careers. Hmm. Um, you know, one bought a franchise for a doctor's express, like an urgent care. Another right. one bought a Manhattan bagel, um, you know, completely different. Wow. Yeah. And so I think finding this opportunity, um, you know, dealing with the hardship of being laid off, not getting a gig, but not giving up, you know what I mean? I've got to do something. Um, I put two kids through BU, so I, I got to do something. Wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, but uh, anyway, I, finding this and, and having that wherewithal to say, okay, I'm going to do a complete change of course here. Yeah. 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 Good for you. Good for you. I love it. How about one thing you wish our listeners knew about your company? What would that be? I mean, <laughs> It's a easy question for me is that I exist and that this product exists. That's really the, the key thing. Um, you know, I support, basically I have bought the distributor rights um, for this area. I support commercial residential from Punta Gorda to Marco Island. Hmm. Um, so yeah, I think just knowing that there is a solution to slippery when wet, that's me. Yeah, yeah, love it, love it. Well, I know we have listeners who want to learn more, want to get in touch. What's the best way for them to do so? Um, certainly by phone. That's uh, 239-264-6650. Anytime, 7 by 24 by 365, John. Mm -hmm. uh, love it, love it. But, um, and they can also reach me via email, uh, which is k-k-e-l-l-e-y dot surestep, S-U-R-E-S-T-E-P at gmail.com. And then um, if they want to learn about the, the company itself and see some demos of ac applications, client lists, all of that type of stuff, there's www.surestepsolution.com. Super. Yeah. Well, Kevin, once again, again, thank you for sharing your knowledge, your story. And uh, we look forward to nothing but success from you in the months and years to come. And I'm sure I'll see you at a future uh, Chamber event there. Absolutely, Charlie. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.